This is Echo Vac, Echo Vac, Echo Vac, Echo Vac, your hometown for bubblegum, bubblegum, got a mouthful of such sweet things to say. Chewy's full of sugar and I love her that way. Every time you love me it's a real sugar treat. Love me little Chewy cause you do it so sweet. Oh, chewy, 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 Express starting things out here at Echo Valley. Welcome. I'm your host, Professor Bubblegum. Thank you for coming by. From 1965 now, here's The Strange Love.
As you know, the world of bubblegum music here in Echo Valley is a world without politics, without strife, without conflict. Occasionally, bubblegum musicians would uh, record music to help spread uh, the message of happiness, love, respect. Here's Boyce and Hart. Let's listen now to hear what we might learn from the bubblegum nation. nation.
12 years old. Julie and Diane and I, they're my best friends. We made a secret promise that on my 21st birthday, we would all get together right here on this very spot, no matter how far we had to travel. Boy, a lot can happen by the time I'm 21. How will it be when I'm 21? What will the future bring? Will everybody love everybody? Or will the world be a settled thing? Will my life be any fun when I'm 21, 21? How about when I'm 22? By 22, I could be a soldier. When they run out of boys, I guess they'll have to start taking girls, too. Of course, then again, I might be in college when I'm 22. My sister's friend Carrie was in college till last year. I saw her on TV once carrying a big sign. It said, give peace a chance. Why didn't they give Carrie a chance? In six days, she would have been 22. How will it be when I'm 23? What will the years reveal? Will there be flowers and summer showers? The be 24. Boy, that is almost middle age. I could have 10 children by then. Well, two at least. Of course, right now, I wouldn't want to have any children. There's too much bad in the world for children to see. But maybe when I'm 24, people will be friends again. They better be friends. They better learn to share, too. Because someone told me that it won't be long before there's not enough good water to drink or pure air to breathe. If that's the case, how will it be when I'm 25? Will anyone still be alive? If we cannot end now our differences, at least we can help make the world safe for diversity. For in the final analysis, our most basic common link is that we all inhabit this small planet. We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's future, and we all are mortal. Walk with me along this sunny lane. We can lose our fears and ease our pain. Walk with me. See that our lives were meant to be, and just a touch of love will make.
judge of our deeds, let us go forth to lead the land we love, asking his blessing and his help, but knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. Bubblegum goes a little political there. We started off with a single 45 by Eve Plum called How Will It Be? You know Eve Plum. Well, all I hear all day long at school is how great Marsha is at this, or how wonderful Marsha did that. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! And after that, it was the love generation with touch of love with a nice message for us all. You know the love generation. This is what it's like to be lovers. To be lovers when you're not in love. They were the backup singers for the Partridge family and initially meant to, in fact, be the entire Partridge family sound before it was discovered that David Cassidy could sing. Hey, pardon me for a second. I have to take this call. It's from Great Britain. Catchy hooks. Catchy hooks. Colorful clothes. Colorful clothes. And glitter. Glitter. Glam. Glam rock. It's got to be about sex. 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 And it's got to have a primal beat. beat. Bubblegum never died. It packed up, moved to England, and changed its name. To glam, 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 glam. From 1976, this is Alan Blakely. Well, I wouldn't know what to do. 
1970, that's a group called Soulful Dynamics. That was their biggest hit, probably, Mademoiselle Ninette. They had hits throughout Europe, never in the United States, from about 1970, and then stuck around until about 1980. It's time now for a dramatic reading. I'm not only the host of this program and the mayor of Echo Valley, I'm also the head librarian, and I like to read aloud to the young people. For today's reading, I've chosen a periodical from the voluminous Echo Valley Archives here at the library, and it's entitled uh, The Hardy Boys on the Beat. The Hardy Boys, a groovy group of musicians who double as detectives. This is a comic book or a graphic novel, as the young people would say today, and uh, this is issue number one from April 1970, The Hardy Boys. There's a couple of exciting stories in here. I'll, I'll read from the first story here, entitled The Hardy Boys, A Secret of the Orinda Star. When their father, the famous investigator, keeps mum about a case, Joe and Frank Hardy and their pals Chubby and Pete feel left out. It's all rather hush-hush, fellows. Believe me, you'll be better off just doing your music bit tonight. Out of danger, you mean, eh, Dad? <laughs> now this is Frank talking. And then a Chubby, who in the Hardy Boy books isn't called Chubby. In the books, he's simply called Chet Morton, although he is, in fact, Chubby. Here, uh, to simplify things in the comic book, he's called Chubby. So the Hardy Boys make the Shore Club barbecue a real blast, and it shows the Hardy Boys performing. Here the band is called the Hardy Boys with Wanda Kay, because there's four men in the band and then this girl, Wanda Kay. And afterwards, wonder what kind of case Dad's on now. One thing's for sure, we won't find out from him. And they're loading up into their wacky-looking, groovy bus, and their bus is really some old-timey-looking kind of a Model T... Uh, van, kind of, uh, that holds about eight people. And uh, they're heading home now, and it's dark. On the way home, passing the micro-eye defense plant, Chubby, stop! Huh? What? That fence has been cut. And this place is a real top-secret deal. And here we have Pete, who's an African-American man, and Pete says, Uh-oh, look, Joe, it wasn't any accident. Those footprints go inside. And then Joe says, right, Pete, we'd better check this out. Wanda Kay speaks now. Careful, fellas, I don't like the looks of this. And Chubby, the fat kid, says, yeah, 
Maybe I'd better stay back here and protect you, Wanda Kay. <laughs> and then we see a man who's uh, rubbing his head. Looks like he's a security guard. And he's outside a window. And he says, thief, got away. Vault entered just seconds ago. What'd he get? Secret plans. Important to government. He, he cut me down. He threw this around my neck. A bolo. Talk about a real silencer. And a bolo is one of those things, it's like a string, and there's two uh, round like uh, rocks or balls on either end of it, and you throw it at someone, and it, it hurts. Frank, look, here's another set of prints. Hmm, a partner joined the thief. Hold it, Pete. I think one of them is watching us over there. Spread out. Yeah, we'll get between him and the shore cliffs. Fool kids! Just hold it there, fella. You're surrounded. Ah! And then this uh, guy, this bad guy, throws a bolo at Pete's neck, and it wraps around his neck. Uh, but then, apparently, he's completely okay, because they say, Pete, you all right? And he says, yeah, but he got past me. Now, I'll skip several pages here, uh, and then we'll get near the end of the story here. We don't really have time to figure out uh, all of the uh, ins and outs of this particular plot line, but they end up on some sort of ship where these bad guys are on the ship, and then they need to escape the ship, Guards, here they are. Blast them all. Wow, we, we, we'll all be has-beens the way things are going. And then Joe points out, look, here comes the Sky Sleuth. Now, the Sky Sleuth is the name of the private plane they, they own, I guess, uh, and it's piloted by Chubby. And uh, you might remember from the books that they had a speedboat called the Sleuth. That was a boat, but here they have a plane that's called the Sky Sleuth. <laughs> Good old Chubby, they say as they dive into the water. Stop them! Hit the plane! Hit the plane! Blam, blam, blam! Hurry it up, guys. Things are getting pretty warm around here. This is Chubby talking. Chubby, you're my kind of hero. Golly, Mr. Hardy, how... Cut the chatter. They'll have their shore guns on us next. And uh, they, the, the plane flies off. What's the big chuckle, Dad? Well, I'm recalling how I tried to leave you boys out of this case. And then Joe says, And I'm recalling that North's footprints weren't the only ones leaving that window last night, which means that second thief is still on the loose. <laughs> Not quite, but it could mean someone was lying in wait for North, then followed him to see if he had accomplices, but got slugged out of things for a while when North pulled a cutback on him. And then Chubby says, Golly, you sure are a master detective, Mr. Hardy. I mean, figuring all that out about whoever made those footprints? Oh, it wasn't difficult, Chubby. Because the whoever made those footprints was... No, don't tell me. I want to see if I can figure it out. The dad. It was the dad. And then they jump ahead to they're all having a giant meal somewhere. I guess uh, Aunt Gertrude or someone is feeding them back at the Hardy's house. Well, better late than never, gracious boys. When I said be in time for dinner, I meant yesterday. Have the answer yet, Chubby? And Chubby's eating a lot of food here because he's fat. And he says, later, later, I never mix thinking and eating. <laughs> and then they, they all laugh at Chubby. Oh, boy, here come the hearties. Oh, boy, we're having a party. Life's full of mystery, but that makes it better. So come join the hearties, we'll solve them together. Oh boy, here come the hearties. Oh boy, we're having a party. Oh boy, here come the hearties. 
plying his wares all over the world. Today he's going to share some of his adventures with us. Reed Kaling, thanks for having us. You betcha. So Thank excited to be here. Now, now, let's... And they actually got them started, and they had a thing called the Hardy Boys that they were starting. So I ended up being Frank Hardy. Okay, and yeah. let's explain the Hardy Boys yep. thing. It was a Saturday morning adventure oh, uh, mixing yeah. animation with a live action band, which you were remember. We were on live in the beginning, and okay. then we had a song in the middle. Is We did the music. We did two albums. We did all the music for the show, and uh, it was it was a two-year thing. And while this was a bubblegum project, Correct. the fact that you played live and it was an integrated band and that you had a black member of the band right. led to some oh. interesting situations mm. on the road in oh. 1969. I never imagined that world, but right. it happened on two occasions on that road trip, and I'll tell you, I was never so happy to get to Birmingham. Now, fast forward a little yeah. bit, you're living in Los Angeles. Yeah, I left Chicago because I left the Hardy Boys thing, went to L.A., and ironically enough, moved across the street from Warren and grew up in the Hollywood Hills. Okay. And we just became good friends, and the next thing I know, I'm lead guitar player for the Grassroots. Grassroots, 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 Grassroots. thing to do But memories of you are filling my mind I can face the morning It's the night I can't get through
Marco Valley, authentic, direct from vinyl, analog, collectible, 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 collectible.
May I take a chai and step into your heart? May I give you love and sweet affection? May I take a chai and step into your heart? So that you will look in my direction. May I take a chai and step into your heart? May I give you 1910 Fruit Gum Company, and before that it was the Archie's Time for Love. Let's hear the Cowsills' first big hit first hit really of any type and by the way it is pronounced cowsills cowsills the cowsills not cowsills i'll just start all that over you'll never hear any of this anyway enjoy this song i saw her sitting in the rain raindrops falling on her she didn't seem to care she sat there and smiled at me By the super sweet sound of sunshine, the Echo Valley time machine looks for the birth of bubblegum pop and travels back, back in time. In time. Nineteen fifty, Teresa Brewer. Put another nickel in in the nickel. 
for Echo Valley by following the Echo Valley Facebook page, which is called Echo Valley, the original Bubblegum Music Podcast. You can follow the Echo Valley Twitter, which is Kid Bubblegum's Twitter account, and it's at bubblegum underscore music. That's bubblegum underline music. You can leave a good review or a bad one on iTunes for the podcast of Echo Valley. You can also contact Professor Bubblegum by writing him at professorbubblegum at hotmail.com. good one grooviest girl in the world by the fun and games this is echo valley i'm your host professor bubblegum 
Hey, uh, back in the early 60s, there was a DJ in New York City named Jack Spector. Jack Spector is somewhat famous for being the first New York City DJ to play the Beatles record, I Want to Hold Your Hand, and help start that phenomenon. In 1969, though, as far as we care here in Echo Valley, he went to Buddha Records and recorded a novelty record where he would ask questions of a astronaut and the answers would be funny things that were actually from records that Buddha Records had had hits with. Let's listen now and close the show with this single from 1969. The artist is officially Vic Venus, alias your main moon man, but we know him as Jack Spector. Enjoy this, and I'll see you next time. So long. This is your reporter, Vic Venus, and we've just made contact with the Achilles 13 moon flight. Let's listen in as Commander Rara puts his crew through their daily exercises. Put your hands on your head. Simple silences. Bring them down by your thighs. Simple silences. How do you feel after that workout, Commander? Weaker. Weaker. How about the astronaut on the ceiling? What's your name? And where are you from, Joey? May I ask why you volunteered for this important and dangerous mission? Cause I'm a fool for you. What are you doing with that mysterious green instrument? My green tambourine. I've been told you're quite a vocalist. Take the mic and sing something for us. Thank you. Now, give me back the mic. Let's talk to the astronaut who just finished eating. How's the food? Yummy, yummy, yummy. I got love in my tummy. What's your favorite space meal? I see you have some pills in front of you. What are they for? How can you swallow such a large pill? Can you tell us why you volunteered for this mission? There must be another reason. Commander Rara, we'd like to ask you some questions now. First of all, I see you've written a letter. How do you expect to mail it? What's your attitude towards space after spending so much time in it? This is my country. Commander, what keeps your ship from burning up when you travel at such great speeds? This it is the rain that falls on me. If you're confronted by any creatures as you explore the moon's surface, what will you tell them? Welcome in love. I know you don't know me. Take my hand, there's a lot you can show me. I see your ship is coming to a stop. Why is that? What happens if you can't get started again? It's the worst that could happen. Commander, I'm afraid we've run out of time. Is there any closing comment you'd like to make? Operator, get me Echo Valley 26809.